Now, I know that the last few experiments haven't exactly gone to plan, but I had an idea. <sighs> I'm all ears. I've tried everything that comes to mind. You said that the gates are unstable right now, yeah? Yeah. One end is tethered. And the other end is untethered. I know. What if we think of the wormhole as, like, a string? It's just whipping around in space-time. Okay. Go on. What if instead of trying to tighten the string, we just got it to whip around like crazy? What would that do? Space-time isn't empty, right? Like, the wormhole is still sweeping over actual spaces, right? Maybe if it's whipping around fast enough, it can somehow create a bigger, stable gate. That makes absolutely no sense. Think of it as a temporal wacky inflatable arm flailing tube man. Disregard that, I am on board. Where would we get the power from, though? What if we can tap into the power of the bucket? Then we might be able to whip a hole large enough not just to punch through this universe, but maybe even into ours. Wait. By the bucket, you mean... Lavos? Didn't Magus try that and get scattered across time? And... Isn't Lavos defeated in this timeline? I know it doesn't make a lot of sense, but what else have we got to try? Well, not a lot. Odds are pretty low of someone punching through from our universe. And maybe there is some residual Lavos energy we can use. There you go. You got this. Hey, how did you come up with this idea anyway? Not entirely sure. I was reading about Johnny, and I remember that with him you just need to go fast to beat him, and I thought maybe the problem we have is that we just need to go faster. Alright, works for me. Hello everyone, and welcome to the Zeal Archives, covering the A to Z of the world of Chrono Trigger. Today, as we dig into the archives, we'll be talking about everybody's favorite big bro, or to all you lowlives out there, Johnny. The man. The man. Oh, that's right. He has the. That's another part of his introduction. All the um, all the all the little robots are like, "Hey, look, it's the man," which raises lots of questions about like the robots themselves and like robot consciousness. <laughs> A lot of questions. Yeah. Fortunately, this show is very adept in not covering any of those questions, at least in the immediate term. <laughs> but we are going to talk about Johnny. And you encounter Johnny in the distant future, that is, the year 2300, which, you know, as far as today's date is concerned, is still the distant future. Less than 300 away, but uh, still seems pretty far off. Yeah, but unlike the world of today, we have a world of rogue mutants, rats, and robots that roam the destroyed world, including everyone's favorite big bro, Johnny. And as you enter Lab 32 and are just about to hop into the jet bike and uh, take a sweet ride on your motorbike... A bunch of robots show up, including Johnny, who is some sort of cyborg. One thing that is unusual about Johnny is he seems to be a humanoid kind of robot that can transform between his cyborg form, which I should note, if you look at the official artwork, has no mouth or nose. Yeah, like he reminds me of, you know, one of the androids from uh, Dragon Ball. Obviously, uh, him being drawn by Toriyama has a lot to do with that. But yeah, does he have eyes? He's wearing sunglasses. I mean, the, the no-nose thing is not un, uncommon. Like, Krillin has no nose, which doesn't make any sense either. <laughs> At least he's not alone. Krillin and uh, Johnny, best buds, 2019. Johnny claims to be the leader of the robots in the site or lab, depending on which translation of the game you are playing through. And in order to get through, you need to beat him in a race. 
Fortunately, he's generous enough to let you use the jet bike because that's the kind of guy he is. So off the top, he allows you to use the jet bike as long as you race him. However, <laughs> the way in the game, you know, in, in the in the Battletoads type way, the game sort of breaks you as you interact with Johnny. Whether, you know, if you lose the race, even though you've traveled the entire distance of the lab, you have not moved. No, you decided to circle back honorably. You also can't use the jet bike anywhere else. No, imagine if you could take it and like zoom around uh, the rest of the future. I don't know. If, I don't know if it works on water uh, unless you've got power. I mean, even if you could do some sort of like Akira-esque like motorbiking through the ruined cities to just avoid them. That'd be great. That'd be amazing. That is specifically only on offer for Lab 32. You're welcome to wander through Site 32 if you want. I would not recommend it. There's a lot of monsters. And even if you're terrible at the jet bike racing game, you can beat him. It's, a, it's, it's honestly a coin flip for me. After losing three or four times, I'm usually pretty fed up. So we can look forward to you skipping that in the next race? And maybe someone else can do it. I was just going to say, I feel like we usually make Z do it. I feel like most of the race we ask Z to do, and he willingly does so with little regard to his own health and safety. While winning trivia competitions at the same time. Savage. Uh, One little tidbit about Johnny before we talk into how you beat him, if you want to call it that, or how you want to beat Site-32 in in the case of Yuji. (laughs) It's pretty likely that Johnny is based off of, and this was surprising to me, Danny Zuko from Greece. Interesting. Like, I'm, I'm not super familiar with the Japanese translation, and by that I mean I don't know what it is in Japanese, but I presume that just the way he speaks must kind of line up with how Danny Zuko is portrayed in, in the film Greece. Well, the first time I played it, and subsequent times, I thought Elvis. Because in, in the sprite, his hair kind of looks like Elvis, and, and when he's introduced, he goes, like, thanks for the intro, babe. Which seems like <laughs> Elvis-y, but uh, you know he's definitely a greaser, and uh, Danny Zuko is that. But yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't immediately make the grease connection. No, me either. And I wonder too if this is the case of if you've watched like the Chrono Trigger OV, if you've watched the Chrono Trigger OVA, like his speech pattern gives you a little bit more insight into that. Because mm-hmm. he and I, he's a reasonably important part, not like the focus, but he's pretty involved in the OVA. Someone's got to be. Other interesting details about Johnny. His character design, he has wheels, and his wheels say Bad Year, which is very likely a reference to the real tire brand Goodyear. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so clever. He's also a trike. Oh, that's true. He's not even a motorcycle. Nope. He has three wheels. So that's why he's not cool. (laughs) That's why he's convinced those robots that he's cool. Well, I mean, they're like some sort of scorpions that shoot lasers, so they've already got a coolness factor on top of Johnny. That's true. Johnny has no lasers that we're aware of. No, he would never have to fight him, so we'll never know. Probably for the best. But if you want to beat Johnny, and gee, this is this is where I scrounge the internet for tips so that when you too are facing Johnny in Chrono Trigger, you can figure out how to beat him. I'm going to be taking notes. Write this in big quotes. Stay in front. Yep. Yep, that's it. No, I'm that's kidding. the key to victory. From Strategy Wiki, this is their advice. When you're ahead of Johnny, try to position yourself in a way so that 
when you slide back because your character kind of like goes ahead and falls back and goes ahead and falls back uh position yourself in a way so that when you slide back you run into him from there it's a matter of bouncing back and forth left and right so you never get behind him if you come in from the left and run into johnny he'll usually move left copy him and you'll bounce again Uh, this time he'll change directions so move back to the right and so on if you can repeat this series of bounces for a longer period of time you'll get a better score this is in reference to the mini game which i'll get to in a second it's trying to do the suit like trying to do the super jump in mario rpg Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's uh, <laughs> I don't think I've ever gotten the super suit, like the doing a hundred jumps consecutively. No, I got the 30. No, I never got the hundred. There's like a game fact for how the timing changes. Oh boy. Uh, an easier way to beat him, which is probably what you and I might do is stay behind him until the end of the race and then use the boost to move in front uh, to both speed up and to move in front of him. Yeah. That's usually, <clears throat> usually the strategy. I, f- I feel like, What's weird about it is the game kind of forces you to like do see do with him. Like if you don't change anything, you'll just naturally switch positions as the race goes on. So the only thing you can really change is those boosts. Yeah, which are limited. Yep. And I guess bouncing into him. Um, this entire event might seem like a one-off that's meant to advance the plot. And as you said, G, even if you went to the end of the race, you can't get off the bike and just walk off. <laughs> There are some additional things to know that I actually did not know that could be useful to you. Okay. Okay. After you've done the race, and if you travel through Site 32, you will find an item called the race log, uh, or the race recorder, depending on which version of the game you're playing. The character art for this looks like a computer. I don't know how Chrono is carrying this around. It's (laughs) ridiculous, to be honest. Um, If you talk to Johnny after obtaining the race recorder, you can race in a different mode that allows you to rotate the perspective which apparently makes it much easier to beat Johnny. Would it surprise you to learn I've never done this? I have also <laughs> never done this, and it would not surprise me that you've never done this because I didn't know why you would ever want to participate in that game again. <laughs> and I'm about to get to why you might actually want to do that. Okay. The game, the race recorder rather, will track your top three scores. And I don't, I don't think anybody really cares about that part, except your score impacts items that you can receive <laughs> and if you're trying to really get ahead in the game uh there are certain prizes that you can get that can do that if you get a score of 777 and every time you drift ahead of johnny your score increases and every time you drift behind it falls back Ooh. so this means you're staying ahead of him for at least a little bit of time uh, if you get higher than 777 you get 10 mid ethers if you get over 1300 you'll get five mid tonics even though the game will tell you they're mid ethers weird uh this is the big one and probably the only one worth mentioning the only reason you might want to play the game uh if you get over 1500 johnny will give you a power tab ah there we go unlike all of the other prizes this is only given out once and even if you did better like even if you got a much higher score he'll give you the power tab instead if you haven't received the power tab okay it's not bad yeah. Tabs, not bad. Uh, if you get 2000 plus you'll get five ethers and if you get 2300 plus you get five full ethers which are you know as you get towards the end of the game that's not nearly as exciting that power tab though could be useful i think it should be like a, a five elixirs if you want to if you want to get me racing i mean the power tab's good but uh, everything else i don't know yeah an interesting commentary on the game possibly game mechanically or just story-wise you can't race johnny unless chrono is in your party 
Okay, that is fascinating. Why? I guess Frog doesn't know how to operate a jet bike. Magus doesn't care. I don't know why Luca... Robo. Robo should, yeah. Yeah, okay, interesting, interesting. Is there is there some distant relationship between the two? According to the, the wikis, Robo and Johnny are built around the same time, but uh, that doesn't mean very much considering they're robots. Oh, that's weird. I mean, so when so when Krona's gone, you can't you can't do it. No, and I mean, as you mentioned, in most cases, you don't really want to do it. No, but if you did, you couldn't. Who who's this Johnny person anyway? <laughs> yeah, who is this Johnny person? We mentioned that he's a cyborg. We mentioned that he's, I said part motorbike, but clearly part motor trike. That's right. But the real question is, what is Johnny's purpose? Yeah, he doesn't seem overtly good at killing humans. Like, he could run them over, I guess. But he doesn't have any, like, weapons, as far as we know. Not unless his weapons are grinding over the flesh of human beings. That's a possibility. It's possible. Seems a little unlikely. Yes. suppose he could carry someone, but making um, a vehicle out of a person is not a great way to, to do that. Especially when there's things like jet bikes around. Yeah, and that also... Is the, uh, leads to the question like was Johnny originally a bike and they made him into a cyborg or a cyborg and they made him into a bike or was he built purpose built to transform between the two some sort of like futuristic world where Uber has taken over and you just ask your AI assistant Johnny to drive you to your next destination I'm going to put this out there so he's a cyborg based on his personality and his interests he built himself what? Rather, he turned himself into a motorbike. Oh, okay. That's a, that's a little bit more possible. Like, you have a robot that's kind of humanoid, originally like a greaser kind of character. Yes. And he's just like, hey, I'm going to build myself into a bike. Yeah. It's, I, feel like, I feel like that makes sense. It doesn't seem like anything's governing him now. No, like, whereas other robots seem to have a mandate to... Hey, baby, why don't we kill all humans? Yeah. Johnny is more than content to just let you race or not even care and just let you wander off into the wastes. Yeah. So I feel like he's had a lot of time to uh, pick over ruins and uh, add some stuff to himself, maybe with the help of his robot pals. What if Johnny's strange situation of being a cyborg trike hybrid actually has very little to do with him being from the future and actually is some sort of like magical possession kind of situation like johnny is a like ai that can go between bike and cyborg to help people out but actually his real i don't even want to say malevolent but like more greaser-esque personality is because he is possessed and it's like some sort of christine situation or even like a a 10 speed situation oh man That'd be nuts. I'm very curious as to like lineages when we get into the future. Lineages of robots? Yeah, like like if he was made, who made him? Was it one of the ash chairs? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> as as we've seen, like Guardia obviously goes up to thirty something, and I presume up until like fifty or sixty or whatever takes you to the year nineteen hundred. And then the Ashtier family <laughs> continues in that fashion. Yeah. Families cannot have new names. Yeah, yeah, it seems like, he. Well, regardless of why he has it, he seems to be fine with it. And 
seems to be able to transition between the two without it being like a hassle or painful or anything. It's not like a werewolf. Were car. A were bike. That's right. I mean, we might just have to settle for Johnny being the J series of robots that we never see any of again. Yeah, that'd be a shame. Oh, on that note, we do see him again. I have to, I have to add this in. Uh, on the Chrono Wiki, Johnny makes a short cameo appearance in Chrono Cross. His broken body can be seen along the roadside in the oh, Dead Sea near the Highwaymen. Oh, so sad. So sad. Yeah, that was, that was when we went to the late 90s, aka the edgy zone. Well, you know, they gave you the whole seat, but you only needed the edge. That is the best part of Chrono Cross, but like, man, I forgot about that. Or Johnny. Power to full! Roger! More! Give me more power! It's working! What's happening? It's some sort of large-scale energy reaction. Could this be Lavos? We need to close the gate. No! We're so close! We can't get home if we're dead! Shut it down! But Lavos should be defeated in this universe! I don't care! I know it was my idea, but I'm not gonna die over this! What are you doing? You'll get hurt! I'd rather be hurt than dead! But we're so close! The Zeal Archives is a Nixcast production and can be found on most podcatchers or at the source, zealarchives.com. If you have comments, criticisms, or kudos for episodes past, present, or future, we are on Twitter and Facebook as Zeal Archives. To learn more about the hosts, TNG, you can also check out thenixcast.com or on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at thenixcast. And now, a special announcement. Begin energy transfer. Huh? The war field seemed to be affected by the pendant. Did I make it back? To that moment? There might still be time. On August 10th and 11th, join me at twitch.tv slash the race against time. Join Chrono, Marl, Robo, Isla, Frog, me, Luca, and a whole cast of other folks from your world in a race against time to stop Lavos and raise money for the Alzheimer's Society of Canada. The Alzheimer's Society of Canada is dedicated to improving the quality of life for folks affected by Alzheimer's disease and other dementias and advancing the search for its causes and cures. Every single cent we raise goes to them. Last year, we broke all of our old records and raised over $1,200. This year, for the Race Against Time, with new guests and new prizes, we want to raise a goal of $1,500. If we can all help out, history as we know it may be changed forever. Please visit raceagainsttime.io for more information about the race or to find out how you can be a part of a future that did not refuse to change. Now, how do I get back? I guess I shouldn't have tinkered with the telepod.